Hello, I am Blaze Bailey. You're watching probably the best show in the world, CMS TV. From the Dehumanizer release, it's Black Sabbath with I, 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 Eddie Trunk's favorite song. Uh, that one going out by request to Matt in Cincinnati. And we opened up with Pantera for Scarfoot with uh, Heavy Metal Rules from uh, one of their pre-Phil and Samuel days. And uh, another guy who rules is my good friend and partner, Chris Aiken going on there chris what is up sir how are we doing all right you're gonna have to uh, uh, raise your it. level a little bit <sighs> hey there you are hi friends <laughs> goddamn machines just taking Fuck. over fucking junk yeah so what's up man well, it's it's been raining cats and dogs here for days, for days yeah, and days. I don't know that it's been. I don't. I'll be honest. I haven't been outside in days and days. But it's um, it's been looking gloomy through my window. Yeah, it's been <laughs> it's been very gloomy and rainy. But, yeah, that's not uh, fun. But it's better than snow. Yeah, although it's cold here, it's it's yeah. probably mid thirties, maybe. I mean, it's it's. I didn't heat this office up thinking, eh, it's fucking warm outside, and it's cold. <laughs> what made you think it was warm outside? I just thought it was in the fifties, and usually, if I'm in the fifties, I'm good. But uh -huh. it ain't in the fifties. It's fucking cold in here. Yeah, It'll warm you. up here in a little bit. I got my little space heater on. I'll be burning uh -huh. up in no time. There you go. Well, here we are. We're back. We're, we're back again after uh, after a uh, impromptu uh, special edition show on Monday, right? Yeah, that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it went by very quickly. We gave you a whole hour of our greatness. <laughs> on what was supposed to be 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were just supposed to do a little blurb on Metal Church, but then it, you know, it morphed into everything else. And then before you know it, a whole hour went by. That's right. So... Those of you that are subscribers, you got a little extra this week. I know we don't yeah. do it often enough, but you got some this week. So yeah. congrats. Can you, can you boost your mic just a hair more? Yeah, I mean, you're all right, but you just need a little, little more, a little more. Oomph. Let's see here. That's pretty loud. That's as loud as I can put it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. There we I are. Will, I will just boost you on my end. All right. All right. One second, so. doing this thing. Um, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I'm I'm maxed out everywhere. I'm maxed out on the software right. for the mic. I'm maxed out on the computer. All right, fair enough. We're good. I just all right. It. Since since uh, since your computer was adjusting things for you, and I was adjusting over here, then I adjusted back, and you know, I adjusted to your adjustment. All this junk. <laughs> It's great radio, huh, folks? Glad you tuned in. <laughs> well, I, uh, you know, speaking of uh, computers and getting prepped for the show and all that, I, I updated my uh, webcam and had a firmware update. And okay. 
I don't know if it made any difference or not, to be honest with you, but uh, I did it anyway. So I uninstalled everything and then reinstalled with the brand new software. And supposedly okay. it's supposed to be better. I don't know. But uh, regardless, fine I, to me. I didn't see anything different about it, but uh, they convince you that they, <clears throat> excuse me, that they did something uh, monumentally better than what it was. This is going to make it three one millionths of a millisecond faster. It's going to be great. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> but anyway, today I did, a, since I was here in the studio, cleaning up some files and uh, updating the webcam and doing a little show prep and so on and so forth, I went shopping online. Okay. And I bought some CMS swag. Oh, did you? What'd you I buy? Did. I bought uh, four of the uh, the pint uh, glasses. Okay, those are those are like eighteen bucks a piece or twenty one bucks a piece or something like that. I told you you should have told me first. I could have got them for you at a discount. Yeah. Well, I bought four of those, and I bought a CMS coffee mug, and okay. I bought uh, I bought a CMS pe- pillow for the uh, CMS couch over here. All right. So that's that's the extent of my shopping today in the CMS uh, store. Nice. And uh, one one thing though, what one thing I I did notice though is that there's nowhere to for people to buy the like the shirts and stuff that I that I mail personally. What do you mean? There's no place. Well, I don't I don't see it advertised anywhere. Like here, click here. Or, you know, if you it's want. On the, it's on the classicmetalshow.com at the bottom. Okay. <laughs> All right. I didn't know where to go and look because we have so many outlets. We got the CMSPN and we got the locals and we got the web page. And it's just like, okay, where do you go for this stuff? Yeah. I'm looking right now. It's right. At the, if you go, it's not even all the way at the bottom. If you go to, um, to the, the classic metal show page and you yeah. scroll down yeah. past, um, the archives, the very next thing is the shirts. Okay. Well, again, I didn't know where to look found i found it <laughs> me and sal have that in common now we, we, right. we don't know we just don't know where to go yeah stop hanging around with sal he's making you stupider yeah i guess <laughs> <laughs> well we are live obviously and uh the chat room is open i saw the uh, notice pop up at uh 7 30 my time right so uh all you have to do is just uh click view post and it puts you right in the chat room pretty easy right so sal <laughs> so when that, when that notice doesn't go out, I'm lost and I can't find out how to get in there. And shows canceled. It must have been canceled. It must not be happening. Right. <laughs> of course, Sal in the chat room. I couldn't find the shirts either. Well, there you go. <laughs> so anyway, just uh, just get warmed up, folks. I know. Yeah. I know we're off to a roaring start already, but. Uh, just, this uh, is what the first hour is for stumbling to the starting line. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, just, it's just getting a feel for where things are going. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, it's been a busy week for me, uh, on the, uh, where I make my real money. And, right. uh, so I've been, been pretty much, um, uh, occupied with that and trying to, uh, you know, get a get a feel for the where the year is going for me as far as uh you know business is concerned and you know the show is the show and 
you know, who knows? We'll see. Right. What, we'll see what 2024 brings. Okay. So, uh, on, uh, on that note, yeah. what is 2024 looking for you looking like for you so far? Financially, well, you know, personally, financially, you know, something to look forward to. I got lots to look forward to. None of it has to do with money though. Jesus. I am like struggling, like, <laughs> like a motherfucker to get paid. But, um, you know, it's, it's going to be one of those years that financially it's going to be one of those years where I got to fight. You know, I could just tell the economy's already shitty. Everybody's going to be scared to spend money with the, with the fucking election. So it's going to be, it's going to be a tough one. Plus trying to launch the new businesses is always a fight. Right. So t that's going to be tough. But, um, as far as going out and doing stuff and that, that looks really promising. Um, I, I'm going to several shows now I've got several shows that I'm going to, I'm going to see, um, Stevie and tough here next month. They're going to be, they're going to be here. And then, um, I'm going to go see plush in June. They're coming here. Um, I got more shows than that. I know I do, but I don't know what they are off the top of my head. Um, I have like five shows that I'm getting ready to do. Me and Seth are going to broadcast from the, um, soil digital underground show in, um, I think that's in March. Okay. Maybe? March 19th. I think <clears throat> now what's, what's the setup to, uh, broadcast live from that show. Uh, don't know. I'm still waiting on the venue. It's the, it, it's venue we, me and you have broadcast from before it's at the Winchester. So, okay. Yeah. We did the, we did what was supposed to be the Stephen Piercy show. There. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'm sure they have internet by now. That was 15 years ago. So, you know, I'm sure there's internet in there and, um, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll get a couple of these USB mics in my laptop and we'll go for it. You right. Know, that's sure. That's what we'll do. But now, um, what what does a what does a live broadcast at a concert entail? Especially a heavy heavy show like Soil and would you say Digital Underground? Yeah, uh, Union, not Digital Underground. That's the Humpty Dance guy. Right, I know that's what Union you said. Underground. Did I say Digital Underground? You did. You did oh, say Digital Underground. I was just like, well, wait a minute, that's uh, no, not familiar. <laughs> but I, maybe it's, maybe it's a no. different maybe it's a different group. No, you know what? Before the show, I was listening to all hip hop, getting myself pumped up. All right. It was all DJ Easy Rob or DJ Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock and OPP and Criss Cross and shit like that. Okay. NWA. I was in total, so I'm, I guess I'm in rap mode. But um, no, Union Underground. Okay. So it's new metal, new metal type of a thing. Uh, I don't know. Um, I I talked to um, Tim King from uh, Soil. And he said, we could do whatever we want, come on the bus and do interviews and broadcast from the, you know, like a stage feed if we want to, whatever we want to do. So okay, I don't know exactly what we're going to do yet. I still got to, I got to check with the venue first, but we're going to definitely do something. So, all right, we're, we're trying to get out and do some more stuff, you know, like different stuff too, a little more Clevelandy stuff. Like we're, we're going to broadcast from a, um, Akron Arrows game or rubber ducks or whatever the fuck they call that dumb team. The, the, is it the, uh, the, uh, minor league, baseball? The minor league team in Akron. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. We're going to broadcast a game from down there and do some interviews with the players as they come up to warm up and shit like that. So, all right. 
So you're you're just going to be a regular old radio station. Yeah, there's a, we're here live. <laughs> the rubber ducks game. Right? Is that what they call them now? Not the arrows, the rubber no, ducks. No, they're that, the fucking rubber ducks. Yeah, when so did they? Dumb. Now, when did they change that? It's probably been ten years. Okay. All right. See, I wasn't aware, but yeah. Anyway, why would you be? Why? I don't pay any attention <laughs> to minor league baseball anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say you. You. You probably don't even know the the fucking players on the Guardians, let alone the. Why would I? Let do alone that? the double A team. team? Yeah, that it's a not a real team. team. All right, so that's why I don't know. Yeah, that's a fake, fake team. team. Fake team. That is a fake team. So, so uh, with with that in mind. Yeah. Um, do you think that uh, they'll they'll uh, stop showing the movie Major League? No. No, no way. It's too popular, and it's not associated with the team. Well, knowing knowing the dumbasses in Hollywood, though, it wouldn't shock me at all <laughs> to see them CGI it into the fucking Guardians, though. Right, of course. Yeah, I I, I don't think so. I think they'll they'll just they'll just go with it's old. Okay. <laughs> you know, they don't they don't really like anything in New York, they don't take out the trade centers or any of that stuff. So Right, right. I'd imagine the the Guardians are only slightly more offensive than the tragedy in the trade centers. So Right. I don't think they'll I don't think they'll CGI it out. That uh stock car racing movie that uh Tom Cruise was in back in the late eighties, what was it like eighty nine, that uh, Days of Thunder? Mm -hmm. I often imagine them going through and trying to homogenize the movie and, and take out any of the scenes that have a have a Confederate flag waving in the background. Because <laughs> you know plenty it's, of those. It's really weird, though, that I, I'm surprised they don't do that across the board with a lot of shows. But yeah, I really haven't experienced much of that. Right. You know. Well, because it costs too much money for one thing, yeah. and, and then maybe even cause some backlash or outrage from yeah. people. Oh, look what you're doing! You're trying to wipe away history. You know, I'm more surprised they just haven't pulled the movie like right. they did the Duke's Hazard and shit like oh, that. Oh yeah, terrible. You know, they pulled that because God forbid the General Lee is painted up like a fucking <laughs> Confederate flag. Right, but, right. So we got to cancel that. But I guess because Tom Cruise is one of them. Oh, okay. They probably just let it go because Tom Cruise is a flaming liberal lunatic. Right. I believe. So perfectly, perfectly fine. Yeah, it's okay for him. You know? oh, okay. For him, it was just a role, you know. Right. Right. It's <laughs> just funny. This got to We got to stop all the all the hate, the hate speech. That's right. We have to. Yeah. No kidding. But uh, anyway, and now it's uh, against the law to say anything hateful. Apparently. Is it is it against the law in the in this country or in like Canada? I think in this country didn't didn't um, Big Don get an eighty three million dollar settlement against him for saying some bitch was an ugly cunt or something? <laughs> oh, I don't know what the settlement was for. It was for it was for harassment or something from something he said. Oh, it was so it was it was speech. Oh. Let me find yeah, I, I just I just don't follow that nonsense. Just I don't like, tend to, but I can't take that take it anymore. Yeah, no, that's it. It, it. It's it sucks. You turn on the news and it's just fucking garbage. Well, I don't turn on the news. That's well, that's I, that's what I mean. I, I depend on Sal to keep me up to date with what's going <laughs> on because he just basically parrots everything Fox News spits out. <laughs> and, and Sal didn't keep you up to date on this. I would have figured this was Sal Heaven. 
Now, he kept me up to date that uh, the great President Trump was speaking in Las Vegas today. Let's see. Trump will appeal $83.3 million E. Jean Carroll um, verdict. Oh, and of course, this is behind the fucking faggot ass fucking paywall at Reuters. <laughs> Let me find another one here. All right. One that's not behind the paywall. Well, this will be unbiased. CNN. Um, of course it will. <laughs> Uh, da, 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 da. She feels she got justice from the jury today. For E. Jean Carroll is overjoyed and feels she got justice from a jury in court today. Her attorney said, "I almost don't have adjectives to describe it." Roberta Kaplan said when asked how Carroll responded, "Where's the fucking what he's guilty of? Who gives a shit?" E. Jean Carroll says jury decision is a huge defeat for every bully who try ever tried to keep a woman down. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, where is the, where's the thing though? There's all kinds of stories about it, but there's nothing just saying he was found guilty this, of whatever. This is, this is the judge ruled that, you know, against Trump for what? Let's see. Former President Donald Trump on Friday blasted the verdict reached by a jury ordering him to pay E. Jean Carroll $83.3 million in defamation damages and said he would appeal the decision. So in defamation damages. Oh. So let's see. Oh, here. Finally, I found the story. Okay. Fucking CNN. Aside from just being all lies, man, it's difficult to navigate. This should be simple and easy to find. Right, right. Former President Donald Trump should pay $83.3 million to writer E. Jean Carroll for public statements he made in, in 2019 disparaging Carroll and denying her rape allegations, a Manhattan federal jury determined Friday. The jury found Trump should pay Carroll comp compensatory damages of $18.3 million, $11 million to fund a reputational repair campaign and 7.3 million for the emotional harm caused by Trump's 2019 statements. Trump should also pay 65 million in punitive damages for acting maliciously in making the statements about Carol the jury found. So, bottom line, free speech illegal. All right. So uh so should Kyle Rittenhouse get, uh, you know, compensatory damages from the Biden administration. I for, would hope uh, so. For being defamed and all the news media outlets who defamed him and called him a murderer and a terrorist and, you know, all this other kind of stuff. Well, he kind of did sue for that, didn't he? Well, he did, but there hasn't been any verdict yet on it because he's just been waiting for the other, you know, lawsuits to go by yeah. before. Well, he's not running for office where they need to stop him quickly, so they didn't right, rush into judgment. Of course. Yeah, I, I would think Rittenhouse should win. And now he's got case case law to prove it. Exactly. So good on him, but what what a crack of shit. You hurt my feelings. I'm gonna <laughs> sue. Yeah. Bunch of fucking pussies. Yeah. Trump Doesn't, won't pay this. No, of course not. He's not going to give them a penny no matter what the fucking verdict is. Of course not. And I wouldn't either. I wouldn't pay one fucking stinking nickel of this shit. Right. Fuck that. So, uh, well, that's, that's lovely. So, so everything out of your mouth, you have to be careful of saying it. Otherwise it'll cost you. 
Yeah, apparently. You know, Thankfully, I, I, I have nothing to take, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Strickland guy? What's his first name? Oh, Sean Strickland. Sean Strickland. You know, he, he said he he spewed all his hate and venom in Canada, where, where it really is illegal up there to, right. to say stuff, you know, say stuff. Did you, you know. see the the fucking that same reporter tried to get a Dana White and Dana White shut him down too? Yeah, I know. I saw that. I That's saw fucking that. funny too. <laughs> Do you keep your fighters on a short leash? Leash. <laughs> Reminded me it. of that the, that coach back in the day. Playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> leash. What kind of leash? Leash. Yeah. Nobody gets a leash. It's called freedom of speech, brother. Yeah. Yeah. I, they, I gotta love Dana. How, what they what they believe or how to live or what they believe or what to say. Yeah. Really got to love Dan. You got to love Dana White. He does not give two fucks. I mean, he doesn't do everything right. I mean, he should be punched in the eye for that fucking Bud Light bullshit, but, but yeah, he does not. Here it is. Let's put that on the screen here. Pushing buttons like crazy. None of them are doing anything. Here we go. Here you go. Here's Dana White answering this fucking dummy. Dana, I just want to go back. Um, you were talking about like you obviously give a long leash to your fighters about you know what they can say when they are up there with a UFC microphone and you are getting into territory of homophobia, transphobia. Like, is there? I don't give anybody a leash. Well, I'm saying you <laughs> a leash. I'm st like free speech playoffs. I control when... what people say. Going to tell people what to believe. Going to tell people. I don't fucking tell any other human being what to say, what to think, and there's no leashes on any of them. What is your question? <laughs> I was asking that question. I'll move on, though. Yeah, uh, it's probably a good idea. You should, that's <laughs> ridiculous to say I give somebody a leash. Free speech, brother. People can say whatever they want, and they can believe whatever they want. If And I don't think there's any... It, we, had, we, had, we had two gay women who fought... In the co-main event, they sat on the stage with Sean Strickland. They could give a shit what Sean Strickland thinks or what he says or what his beliefs are, or what his opinions are. You know what I mean? Go ahead. What do you got? <laughs> I love it. So what's your question? Well, that yeah. was it, but I guess I'll move on. <laughs> and then he wouldn't let him. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Fucking held him accountable for being well, a dick. I, I, I hope I hope this kind of stuff starts a, a a landslide of this kind of stuff now, where people aren't afraid to step up and uh, you know just put put these knotheads in their place. I think you're you know with big with big names like that doing it. Yeah, that definitely helps. Well, that's what I'm saying because because it you know it, it takes a name brand person out there to kind of get the thing uh, going. Right. And then other people feel empowered that, well, look, you got away with it. You know, mm -hmm. uh, nothing happened. Uh, maybe, maybe I need to start stepping up to the plate per se. Yeah. It has been embarrassing the way people have just cowered like crazy. It really has been embarrassing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, good on those guys for stepping up and I didn't see anything happen to them. Did you? No, nothing. Nothing. No. So They'd probably I, be sued I, for $83.3 million. <laughs> <laughs> for being mean and a bully. <laughs> you meanie. Dana White didn't stop Sean Strickland. 
and he bullied me in the press conference. Yeah, he was mean. Fucking asshole. Yeah. I need 20 million for my reputation fixer upper campaign. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, that's so funny. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, I see, I see, uh, some of the, 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 um, pool reporters that, that listen to that nonsense that the Biden administration is always spewing out there with, with their diversity hire that Jean Pierre, whatever her name is. Oh, and, Cunty and Cunt, as I call her. Yeah, so they're they're getting a little more aggressive with their questions toward her, and she's just getting flustered, even worse than she normally is these days, oh. because they're the reporters are now getting are more ballsy about you know asking very direct questions now instead of just kind of tiptoeing around. Because they're tired of being lied to all the fucking time. Yeah, lied to or told to shut up. You know, when she doesn't want to answer a question, she just fucking closes her book and walks off. So, you know, they're probably tired of it. So they're just attacking her, which good for right. her. Good for them. I mean, you should attack that dumbass. Yeah. And I mean, Biden, not necessarily her. She's a fucking dummy. Yeah. He's well, a dummy and she's a dummy. <laughs> well, that's, that's just goes to show you what diversity hires will get you. Mm-hmm. Not because they're skilled, not because they're, they have the merits of doing a job. It's they, they just, you know, have all the right check marks, black yeah. check woman, black lesbian, black gay check. woman. Oh, that beats check. them all check minority check. Oh, you must be doing a good job then. <laughs> yeah. Dumb as a stump. Take that off the application. Take right. that off. Right. Intelligence. No, not necessary. No. Just as long as you're a black woman that licks box, you're right. good. You're yes. hired. Exactly. Jesus. As, uh, that's that's the criteria, my friend. Not uh, not intelligence, not skill, not uh, you know experience, not anything. Just just as long as you have all the diverse uh, you know check yeah. uh, check marks in the boxes. You might not be smart, but you lick the purple and the pink. You're hired. Right. Of course. <laughs> Jesus, so, so stupid. Ugh. We live it. We live in such an upside down world these days. I, I, I just don't know when things went off the rails. You know, it, it, dude. It's funny. I was talking to my mom this week, and and I asked her. I said, I said, when you look at, because she was bitching and moaning too about how fucked the world is. <laughs> and and I said to her, I said, do you think it's really that fucked, or do you think that it's we're doing what our what what my grandparents did and your grandparents did about thinking that their generation was that fucked and i think we both agreed that we're that it's kind of both we are doing that and at the same time at the exact same time it is worse than ever right is that is that possible that it could that it's always kind of been that way that Every generation is worse than the last, but at the same time, it's still completely fucked. <laughs> Probably. It's, but, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, technology, I think, has changed the game for, for most of this. You know, mm -hmm. just, uh, just the uh, instantaneous news that everybody has and the, you know, everybody with their self-centered, uh, self-motivated, driven social media and... Mm -hmm everybody trying to be a, a, a star of some kind or, right. you, know, you know, make some kind of a blip on the screen or, 
you know, what, whatever it is, I, I think that's what drives a lot of it. Yeah, no, I, I agree totally. It's just, it really is just wacky that I, cause I, I catch myself saying stuff all the time here and in personal life and, you know, in my regular life. And I stop myself and I think, am I just turning into the old guy in the room? <laughs> is it happening to me? You know, I still try to stay current right? and, and sure as shit. Then I, then I'm, I hear myself and I'm like, God damn it. I am my grandfather, <laughs> you know? And it's like, all right, but, but it really is fucked up. It and is. You know, it, it's really, it's really a thing. I'd like to put this up real quick. This is from Barden Muse over in the Rumble chat. All Got right. over a hundred of them watching. Best thing that happened was Chris and Neely getting booted off of YouTube. Well, how about that? Agree. Yeah. That's why we go to a free speech platform like Rumble. That's right. And just put up select clips over there on fucking faggot ass YouTube. Right. Just to get the new people. The people that are still stuck in the 1800s of YouTube, we swing them over to Rumble. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Barton Muse. Is that how you say it? Barton Muse? Sure. Barton Sounds Muse. good to me. <laughs> but yeah, there, there you go. So Rumble, Rumble has 115 people or something. So hello, Rumble. How yeah, are you? It's early in the show too. So just keep them coming. Yeah keep coming that's right so glad to be here rumblers yeah and, and everywhere else we broadcast yeah. i'm narrowing it down i've only got it down to on our site like on cms tv and on the 24 7 cms channel x um what is this odyssey and rumble and that's it okay i i, I got rid of i got rid of youtube got rid of facebook got rid of you know, everything else, just, you know, mines, all that stuff. You know, I really am trying to do a little less. People want it. They can come to the places it is. It's yeah, that simple. Exactly. exactly. I don't need yeah. to be on every platform. Right. That's, that's that, that was the, uh, the goal way back when, you know, everybody and their brother had a streaming station. Remember mm -hmm. everybody was doing the whole streaming station. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. This was back in the mid two thousands. You know, everybody had a, had a radio station. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. and, uh, that's, that's before the, uh, the restrictive, um, licensing. Yeah. The licensing I was looking for royalties. Yeah. Yeah. They had to start paying royalties and then one by one they started dropping off and disappearing or people just got tired of it. It was a, it was a hobby for them for a little while. And then they realized they had to keep it up. Yeah. all the time and then it was just like ah you know it, it was fun while it lasted right it's, yeah it was uh, is um uh but 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 what was that what was that one with the one we always made fun of with us <laughs> wicked brew <laughs> no the 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 one with the where you call in with your telephone oh blog talk radio is that still a thing is blog let's, talk still a thing do look. people still do that blogtalkradio.com well, it's definitely still a thing. Um, I don't know how you even, wow. Oh, here we go. Let's go up here. Let's do category search for heavy oh, right. metal. See if we can find some, some blog talk radio. Yeah. I don't know if that was still a thing or not. I just thought about that because it's been a long time. It was some pretty shitty broadcasting. 
In your words only. <laughs> your telephone is your mic. I thought it was spectacular. Yeah, I don't know how this works anymore. Doesn't seem, well, maybe it's up here. I'm trying to get to black girl nerds on heavy metal, but that doesn't want to play. Black girl nerds. Yeah. Black girls in heavy metal. Wow. With guests Ursula and Lena Dawes. Who? <laughs> right. <laughs> Who? Let's how about rocking out with AJ Frato? Frato. Frato. Yeah. Well, that one works. Maybe. None of this shit works. Maybe it's maybe it's a dead link. Well, I'm just going to different shows and I'm clicking on every one and none of them seem to want to work. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe the whole thing is dead, but they just didn't take the website down. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it yeah, maybe maybe a, maybe a dead website. Oh no, here's one. Um, let's put it up. <laughs> let's see what we got. We're just winging tonight, aren't we? Yeah. We'll we'll get our we'll get our feet under us. Nah, here we go. Oh, look at that. Heavy metal. I guess. The way it was meant to be. Oh boy. Yeah. Classic eighties underground. All right. Live on blogtalkradio.com, the heavy metal mayhem radio show. <laughs> With your host, Mike the Big Cheese. Mike the Big Cheese. Mike the Big Cheese. <laughs> so, so how old is this show? Because it keeps showing 317 13. Yeah, it says 10 years old. Yeah. Well, there you are. <laughs> so maybe they don't have a, any new shows. Maybe not. I don't know. I, I Again, I just did a search for heavy metal, and this is what came up. All right. He's the Do big hear, cheese. You want to hear, hear more of Mike the Big Cheese? The Big Cheese. I just want to hear him talk. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's hear, let's hear that Mike telephone. All right. Is he going to play music now? I'm Mr. Langer. Time to... Here we go. All right. Welcome back to Heavy Metal Mayhem. And boy, I got a great show for you tonight. Josh Christian from Toxic will be calling in live in about 15 to 20 minutes or so. And during this week, I had interviewed Lonnie Paul from Adler. Great guitar, amazing guitar player, and we have that interview coming up a little later on in the show. <laughs> he's got that Boston right now, accent. Michael, yeah, he's really either Boston or New York or something. Yeah, New but, York or Boston, one yeah. or the other, yeah. He's that East Coast accent. He's got yeah. that uh, Bill Burr accent. He does. Woo. All right, let's hear what he's got to say here. Seems like he's, 
He's got some guests. That ain't bad, I guess. Please, seated at the right hand of the father, Mr. Thomas Falanga. Tommy, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> hey, buddy, how you doing, man? Good, what's happening there? Hey, nothing. Same old crap. Well, I'm glad you're doing your same old crap here with us every week. I'm trying. Yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> well, you know, I, you know, Toxic, I've been a fan of these guys going back to the mid-80s when they started. They're out of uh, New York. I want to say Westchester, some peak school, maybe some over in that area. We'll find out for sure when, when Josh calls in. And boy, when they disappeared in the '90s, uh, it was a, it was a loss because I was a big fan of their two records. So it's great that they're back together again, and I'm sure we're gonna get some new music out of them. And then uh, I spoke to Lonnie Paul early in the week from Adler's band Adler, and uh, Lonnie is a great guy. He's like one of those rarities that you know he just loves what he's doing. He's so happy to be doing it. And we'll get that interview on, you know. And you and I had a little trip to the city the other night. We got to meet up with uh, Biff and Doug from Saxon, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. I know you were excited. Definitely. Definitely. You made my night. Yeah. I tell you, I got home. And I, I... <laughs> All right. Here's, here's the two-second review of this show. Right. The host is fine. Yeah. He's he got knows. the hard accent, but he's, he's fine. He's talkative. He's, he knows what he's talking about. The other guy's just his buddy because he doesn't want to do it by himself. Right. So he's adding nothing. He's just like, yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> Time of my life. Fantastic. <laughs> you want more of this or is that enough? No, that's enough. All right. I was going to say, how much it. of this can we take? I know. And compelling. It's compelling. Yeah, it is. I guess if you like Toxin or Adler. Maybe you'd be into that. Sure. But how would you even know they were on there? Mm, text? No, that was before <laughs> texting, maybe. I have no idea. Maybe he put it out on his MySpace page? Yeah. <laughs> MySpace. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, if only, if only we had the... Uh, it, I just, it just gives me a hankering for some K and Abby. Oh, I love me some K and Abby. Right. I that wish was, they were still doing their show. That was uh that was Sunday night entertainment at its best. It was. I miss that show. <laughs> K and Abby. The kiss funny. The, the, the two kiss freaks. Yeah. The one that got pounded in the cheesecake factory <laughs> and the, the other one that talked about the other one getting pounded in the cheesecake factory. <laughs> and the one who had a cat with leukemia. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a show that was. Man. Just like this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're making fun. We're just a we're just two douchebags too, so <laughs> Exactly. We just have better sound. That's right. <laughs> better equipment, more gooder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, not a whole lot going on in my world aside from uh, you know, just just working home lately nothing exciting nothing happened recently i i have no stories to tell unfortunately uh nothing uh nothing of great interest i yeah, don't know I don't... What, I don't know what the fans are looking for from us tonight but uh well, i got a few things to go after after the top of the hour so uh, well they're all telling me things that we should be covering tonight yes i'm sure there are we're supposed to cover the David Lee Roth thing. Well, I do have that on the list. Okay. We're supposed to cover. I'm just looking in the chat room right now. They're closing in and out burger in California because of crime. Have, we should talk actually, about that. I have that on the list. 
And then I have some goofy shit on the list. <laughs> I I do have a couple of things to talk yeah. about, but but yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll we'll get rolling here. It's just we're slow, and and it, it's one of them weeks where neither of us, I think, did anything like nope. like you worked and I worked, and that was and, kind of yeah, I know it's just it's yeah. just all work and no play makes uh, Chris and Neely doll boys. No, I but, did a bunch uh, of interviews. I did that. Now, who did you who did you talk to this week? Um, I talked to the, the great Blaze Bailey. Okay. Uh, he was fun. Talked to him about his heart attack, his quadruple bypass. Oof. When now? When did this happen? Um, maybe four months ago. Okay, I, I wasn't aware, but okay. Yeah, he had a quad bypass two days after he finished recording his album. Ooh. Finished it, turned it in, almost dropped dead. What was he uh, in the bed next to Anthony Cumia? <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> but I had a chat with him. I, I mean, you know how that guy is. That guy is just like, you know, he's he's chatterbox. So yeah, it wasn't is. real hard to talk to him. No, he's he, he's a good bloke to talk to. Cause he, he is. He gets it all out there. Oh, yeah. He doesn't hold back. That's for sure. Then I talked to Lorraine Lewis of Vixen. Okay. She was nice. Didn't, didn't, didn't seem didn't to. Give her, you didn't give her any goof questions, though. I did not give her any goof questions. I, I, I know you and I talked about it. Uh, she was, she was all business, and she was nice. So I didn't feel the need to right. fuck with her. Did, did you, you did you mention Sean McNabb in their vi music video? She mentioned him to me. Oh, okay. That it was her idea to have Sean as uh, Brit Lightning's love interest. All right. So um, she brought she brought it up to me. Okay. She's another one that's boy wind her up and watch her go. Good lord, she's like. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> All right. Well, it makes it makes for easy interviews then. Yeah. When they're willing to talk. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday was the third interview of the week. I interviewed a um, just this little hottie known as um cassidy paris okay boy she is cute as fuck Who's holy she cow been? she has her own thing cassidy paris new 21 21 right. and, and her, her her drummer and her guitar player are 22 and then um the bass player i think is is her dad who was in that band black majesty for those of you that are like power metal people okay from like 25 years ago right there was a band called black majesty and then they i guess they're still actually active but he's not in the band anymore but okay That's he's in the cassidy paris band yeah, now. He's, he's in his kids band yeah he's in his kids band it's and she can like, sing it's kind of like zetro yeah sort of so it's a very similar thing well and, and i interviewed a band last week that paralandra band and the singer in that one is a girl named cassandra and her dad's in his in her band Okay. It's weird. These these dads, they're just like, no, couldn't make it on my band, but I'll try it on this band. <laughs> it's just, just, you know, passing the torch. Mm -hmm. It's like that O'Keefe project that you brought to the table a couple of weeks ago with those kids doing Pantera covers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's just, dude, the interviews are off the chain right now. I got so many. This was, That was a light week with three. The week before, I'm looking at my calendar. I did one, two, three, four, five 
last week. And this coming week, I have Honeymoon Suite, The Gems, James Durbin, Riot, and Dean Castronovo. Okay. So I am an interviewing machine right now. <laughs> oh, look at that. You're, you're going to. Now, who's in Honeymoon Suite? Is it the lead singer? Is that it's it? It's the original or? guy. It's all. Oh, it's it? the whole original band. And and you go, I'm I'm a big fan. Big fan. I am a big fan. I know I'm, you are. That's what I'm saying. I am very excited to do that one because I've never spoken to them before either. So, so are you going to pull a Sean Strickland on him and say, did you vote for Trudeau? <laughs> nope. They I'm are not. a Canadian band, right? Yeah, they're a Canadian band, but I'm not, I could give a shit what their politics are. Right. I want to know instead I'll, I'm going to be, I'm going to be that, that fucking Natalie interviewer and be like, you know, you, you did the album racing after midnight in 88. What, what do you remember about that one? You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be that guy. <laughs> You know, I, I, I'm a big fan of that band. Well, so I, know, I'm, I know you are. That's what I was saying. It's, it's kind of like one of your guilty pleasures. Yeah. I wish I could have an hour, but they're, I'm, I'm in the half hour window. Cause I could so, probably do an hour. But. So what do they have a new CD out or something? Yeah, new CD okay. called alive. And it sounds just like, was well, it a, is it a live disc or nope. is, that's just what they called the, yeah, it's just called a lot. Like they're like the band is still alive. I'm oh, assuming, okay. but, All right. but, uh, yeah, new completely new album it's pretty good so and, so after all these years do you still have a new girl yeah or is she an old girl now <laughs> is she a lot like your old one yeah, she's a lot like your grandmother right <laughs> <laughs> yeah good band though never got any love here but i mean they had what two or three hits here maybe they had Love Changes Everything, New Girl Now, the Lethal Weapon soundtrack. All right. I'm not as familiar with Honeymoon Suite. The only one I know is New Girl. Yeah, they, they had like three. And the other two that I'm naming are very moderate hits. They weren't like, here's a number one boss hit bounce single from Honeymoon Suite. Right. No, they were like uh, number 38 on the charts or whatever. Sure. You know? debuted for a minute because they had long hair but you know it was it was that give me pick that the record company people were given because they were from canada right yeah let's put a canadian band in there it looks like we care (laughs) (laughs) we're multinational that's right we're 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 worldwide right so so how how did you light on uh getting a honeymoon suite interview um i forget who's who's pitching it but it's their the album's coming out in frontiers so i think it's john freeman maybe okay i think he asked me about doing or he sent out the hey they're talking and i couldn't i couldn't jump through my keyboard (laughs) fast enough to say me 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 yeah let me let me jump on board there yeah I, i wanted that one bad so so yeah that's but that's what i've been doing lately is is doing tons of interviews with with bunches of people and getting getting lots of love apparently i'm liked again at blabbermouth because i think i made blabbermouth four times this week well what do you mean you're liked again were you not on blabbermouth for a while it'd been a little while i i i was on there there was do you think there was a reason for that or it was just luck of the draw or what dude if i could figure out how bory posts things i would fucking capitalize on it sometimes like 
I've tried every formula to figure it out. I've typed out the hot quotes and sent it to him. I've typed out the whole interviews and sent it to him. I've not sent it to him. I've sent him the embed code so that he doesn't have to figure it out to put it on his. I've tried everything. Okay. And sometimes I'll put a, I'll send him something really, really juicy, some really juicy quote, nothing. Other times, I, like this week, I didn't send him one thing. I did not send him anything. And Mangini hit, and McMars hit, and then somebody else's McMars, then we were quoted in it for our interview in it. And I forget who the fourth one was, but there was a fourth one as well. But it was, you know, it, it's just total luck of the I guess it's just whatever moves Bory at the time. Okay. You know, I don't know. I, I I wish I did know, but you know, I know one thing: he won't put up a rumble link. He oh, definitely really? will not do that. No. And, and, and what's the reason for that? Because he's 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 a lefty. Well, again, I don't know Bory well enough. Oh, to yeah. Know, so, but you know, blabbermouth. <clears throat> every other fucking story is, you know, Donald Trump's a piece of shit. So says Sebastian Bach. You know? <laughs> well, I, I thought he just does things that gets clicks. Well, that, but he never does it the other way, you know, unless it's unless it's written that way. Because if Ted Nugent says something, it'll be like right wing loudmouth. Ted Nugent says <laughs> <laughs> racist. Ted Nugent. That's says. right. When he's not hating black people, Ted Nugent said today. Right. It's <laughs> too funny. Yeah. But hey, whatever. You know, it's um I'm I'm thrilled to be in the likable range, I guess, for this month. So we'll take it. And especially with I'm doing so many interviews. You know, I, I have to imagine that I'll probably get something from Dean Castronovo that'll get up. Right. You know, because he's you know, he's in the middle of that whole journey mix. I can't wait to ask those questions and be told, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, I can't talk about that. I can't comment <laughs> on the principal members, uh, yeah. you know, battles. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but you well, know, I'm going to ask. Yeah, of course. Well, you got to ask. Mm -hmm. You know, just because you asked doesn't mean you're going to get an answer aside from, well, you know, that's just not really my area. Yeah, exactly. That's like, um, one of our one of our guys on the network, and I won't say who, but people figured out when it gets launched, interviewed Brooke, the drummer that got booted from Plush. Right. Under the guise of not even mentioning Plush. I was okay. like, dude, you can't do that. I was like I and he did. I I, I saw the interview. And it wasn't the interview I would do. That's for sure. Right. Of course. And the thing is, is people wouldn't even know her unless it was. Yeah. Exactly. And I was just like, and you know, and, and I, I hit him back and I just was like, dude, you know, in the future, you got to kind of try this, you know, Right. Of course. you gotta, you know, and, and, and in those cases, you know, and it's the weird thing with interviewing because in that kind of a case, it might be one where you feed them the question ahead of time. If they really don't want to talk about something, but you feel like it'll make you look like less of a fucking person, less of a reporter. Maybe you feed the question and just say, this is what I'm going to ask you. Get your shit together for that question. 
Right. Or be prepared to say, I don't want to comment on that. But to not ask it at all, you know, and literally said, yeah, I met you at a seven dust show. Well, yeah, it was a seven dust show that they were opening. <laughs> you were with plush at the time. No, he didn't. He did not say plush. Know, but that's that's the way to go at it, though. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, I, I met you when you were with plush. You yeah. opened the seven dust and I had the opportunity to meet you then. Yeah, exactly. You know? But again, you know, it, it's one of those things. I, like for me, if I'm told specifically no questions about this, I a lot of times I pass on those. Very rarely will I will I say, okay, it's you know, if it was James Hetfield or something, and he didn't want to talk about his divorce, yeah, I'd probably still do that one, or Ozzy or something. But Brooke from Plush, <laughs> no, I think I pass on that one. Because how many people are even going to watch that one anyway? How many people know who that is? Right, of course. Well, you know, with, with these interviews that, uh, these young and up, up and comers are, you know, that you're scheduled to, to interview or mm -hmm. you have interviewed, you know, I, I realize that, you know, in this day and age of all these competitive, you know, young upstart bands and so forth and so much content out there, it's just like, you always hope that, well, maybe this one of these opportunities to interview one of these young bands will give them some kind of a get them some kind of recognition or noticed or by yeah. somebody but the unfortunate part is most of them never do no i it's, you just never hear of them ever again they they get enough interest and maybe enough money to you know get a publicist who will get get out there mm -hmm. and, and work them a little bit but yeah unfortunately most of them you see them pop up and then they then you never see them again yeah no now, i, I now plush plush kind of being the exception you know obviously uh mariah is a very talented singer mm -hmm. but it just seems to me like they they have somebody behind them that really believe in them and have deep pockets well now i i actually know now I, yeah. I've, I've slowly discovered how that all works. And, oh, um, is there something you can discuss or you have not, re not a whole yeah. lot other than to say that I'll, I'll tell one part of it, but there's other pieces. Yeah, um, sure the, the record label pavement. Yeah. They are the priority band. Okay. They are the priority band even over other bands that have had more success on that label. All right. They are definitely the priority and pavement is, I don't want to say that they're buying onto all these tours. Cause I don't think they are. I don't know the answer to this part, but, um, I don't think they're buying onto every one of these tours. I'm pretty sure there's some relationships between some of these bands and, and one of the guys that, that runs pavement is Tim King, who's, um, also in in the band soil so he knows all of those guys from the 90s which when you when you think about it he toured with all those bands on Ozfest and on everything else so seeing them on a show on a tour with like disturbed seven dust you know those types of tours 
that could be as as easy. And I again, I'm not saying this is what happened by any means. I'm just saying that it makes you're, sense. You're just, you're just speculating. Yeah, it makes sense that Tim, as the owner of the label, would say, "I got this band that I'm working." Remember that time when we got drunk in fucking Wisconsin? Maybe you could do me the favor because I bailed you out of jail and kept it quiet or whatever. <laughs> you know, you know, whatever story it would be. Tim, Tim knows those people. Okay. So I think there's a little more label involvement than they would probably get if they were just a band signed somewhere. Right. So, you know, I, I, again, I don't think that they're completely getting all these tours for nothing, but you know, and, and like the disturbed tour. And again, I am speculating a thousand percent here to be very clear. I know nothing, but disturbs single right now is a song that they do. It's a duet right. with Ann Wilson. Who the fuck sounds more like Ann Wilson than Mariah? Of course. Not a big stretch to think you could bring on a band probably for pretty cheap and do that song every night and have it sound like the record with Mariah. And Mariah is singing that song every night with Disturbed. As she should. Yeah, and it's a great mix. It's a perfect fit. But from a business standpoint, it sure isn't hurting Disturbed to have somebody that sounds like Ann Wilson up there to sing their hit while their hit is on the radio and if you look at disturbed social media every single day it seems like they're focusing on that track they're showing draymond and mariah singing that song together or her walking to the stage or the band rehearsing that song like these are videos that they've put on their socials right clearly there was some intent behind it you know it's not just some random thing that happened to fall together. So, you know, it's those kind of things. There's, you know, there's some relationships being made and being well, used. Of course. There. There, there, I mean, there has to be something that's mutually beneficial for everybody. Right. And who produced the original Disturbed stuff? Johnny K. Who produced the first plush record? Johnny K. So that could be a way that they know each other as well. Yeah, doesn't hurt. No. So, you know, I mean, you know how this business is, dude. There's a lot of relationship shit that happens. It's a, it's a very incestuous business. Mm -hmm. It is. But that is, that's what's going on out there with, with that. So, okay. Fair enough. Look at you with some inside knowledge. I'm just a regular industry insider. I'm you surprised are. I'm not broadcasting from Nam tonight. Yeah. You're wheeling and dealing. Yeah, I guess. Well, I could have been at NAM this week, but I didn't go, obviously. No, fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. I enjoyed going to NAM, but it's not the same without Bob Nobandian. Yeah. It's, not the it's, same. It's nah for me. Yeah. I did get I did get my badges though, but I didn't go. Well, yeah, put them on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's uh, enough of a warm up hour. Yeah, I'd say get so. Things, get things warmed up and revved up and ready to go. That's right. Kind of, kind of get centered a little bit. Got a so, big audience tonight, Jesus. That's good to know. So, hello everybody from wherever it is you're listening. Mm. Welcome to wherever you are. Yeah, 130 <laughs> on Rumble and 22 right. or something on the um, on the direct player on the the, the chat and kill. Okay. 150 people listen to this bullshit. 
<laughs> it's like, what are these two guys rambling about? Yeah. Jesus Who gives Christ. a fuck about this band I've never heard of before? <laughs> who, the f- who the fuck is Plushy? I never yeah. heard of them. All right. <laughs> That's our warm-up hour. That's our That's hour right. to get ourselves going. That's right. Clear the pipes, get the get the mind going a little bit, try to get in sync. Mm-hmm. And uh then then we'll then we'll we'll come at you. We'll bring some funny next hour. Right. How's that? Of course. Of course. All right. Well, if you want to get a request in between those segments, just tip me up on the uh email request at the classic Request at the classic and I'll be glad to play something for you. And as we go to break, as a tradition here, I will let you pick a song. What shall we play? How about Matador from Halford from the Made of Metal record? Halford Matador. Yep. Is that the is that the AMC car? <laughs> Might be. I don't know. I don't know if Rob has updated his vehicles. Right. What do you drive? I drive a Matador. Yeah. <laughs> a Matador? Yeah, I do. It was a luxury vehicle. Yeah. Way back a zillion a, years ago. It was supposed to be a luxury vehicle anyway. Yeah. It didn't last long. It wasn't that luxurious. No, AMC was just AMC was a junk company anyway. Wait a minute. The pacer was a fine ride. <laughs> well, you know, Jackal in the chat room was still driving his gremlin with his eight track. <laughs> probably has a pacer on blocks in his garage right of course i'm saving it for special occasions that's when cars were the best that's right that's when the cars were that's when cars were cars man <laughs> the amc pacer <laughs> Oof, what a fucking terrible ride that was <laughs> oh and, and your father had one we had one yeah we, dude we went on trips in that fucking beast and, and it would be my brother in the back seat and then me in the far back, like kind of having to lay down for the whole trip because the, the slope of the, of the hatchback was like low. It wasn't yeah. like, you know, it wasn't like a, like a, what do you call it? A SUV today or whatever that has like right. a big, big, it, it, it like sloped way down to where you were kind of crammed in there. It fucking sucked. I remember going to St. Louis in one from Ohio to St. Louis in the fucking back of a pacer. Nice. What a shitty ride that was. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> oh man. It could fit though. It could fit the whole front end of a Chevy Nova in the back. <laughs> remember that? Remember that yes. uh, commercial? They, they yep. had the ramps up to the back and they drive, drive the nose of a Chevy Nova into it. Yeah. Great. Because that's something you need. Right. Just meanwhile, meanwhile, if you had two suitcases that were square, then you couldn't close the fucking hatchback. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we're going to play a few tunes. We'll come back and get rolling here. So uh, here's Jude, Here's uh, Rob Halford of Judas Priest fame from one of his solo releases. And uh, this is Matador exclusively here. On your classic metal show.
Assured Window Cleaning specializes in window cleaning, chandelier cleaning, blind cleaning, gutter cleaning, and post-construction cleaning. In business since 1947, Assured Window Cleaning has probably been serving its customers in Cleveland for 75 years. As a family-owned and operated business, Assured Window Cleaning has built their reputation on trust and delivering the best results possible. When you need window cleaning services for your home or business, contact Assured Window Cleaning. We're one of the top window cleaning companies in all of Cleveland for both residential and commercial. Visit our website today at www.assuredwindowcleaning.com or call us at 440-989-0122 for a quote. And remember, everybody knows Tony. Contact Assured Window Cleaning today.